Welcome to the Knobcast. Thank you for dropping by. This is where we simplify Bitcoin. I'm your host, Mary Victoria, and this podcast is sponsored by Bitknob. Bitknob is an easy-to-use app where you can automatically save, borrow, earn, send, and receive Bitcoin all in one place at the cheapest rates. Download Bitnob, B-I-T-N-O-B, from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store using the links in the show notes. Or visit the website at bitnob.com. That's B-I-T-N-O-B.com. Ever wonder what it's like to live in the Bitcoin country? In this episode, you'll hear all about it from Darwin Otero. He is a local Bitcoiner from El Salvador and founder of Nortec Labs, a lightning and Bitcoin development company. He spoke about what it's like to live in El Salvador and the experiences of people using Bitcoin as legal tender. And of course, so much more. And if you love this podcast, feel free to send us a boost on Fountain.fm. Fountain.fm is a platform where you can support your favorite podcast by sending Bitcoin via the Lightning Network. To send us a boost, just tap on the Thunderbolt icon next to the podcast name on Fountain.fm. So buckle your seatbelt, subscribe to the podcast, drop a review, and without further ado, let's cue the intro. So happy to be here. And nice to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, no, thank you for, for, for having me. So, yeah, I'm sure that we will have a great time, you know, sharing some experience. Absolutely. So do you mind if you can tell us a little bit about yourself so our audience gets to know you? Okay, sure. So uh, my name is Darwin Otero. I am from El Salvador, living here in San Salvador, which is the, the capital of, of El Salvador. So basically, you know, the, the Bitcoin country. So, and I am also a Salvadorian and you know, a local Bitcoiner. And basically uh, what I do is I, I have a, a company. Uh, I, I am in tech. So I am actually a software. I started my career as software engineer. So now I have a, a company and we are uh, supporting or helping uh, companies to accept Bitcoin payment that in Lightning and on-chain and even, you know, Chivo payment, which is the, the government uh, wallet. So, yeah, so excited uh, to be here. Awesome. Um, do you mind if you can share the name of your company? Oh, uh, yeah. My company is Nortec Labs. So you can, uh, we are in Twitter and also on website and Instagram. So you can find it uh, uh, by Nortec Labs. And basically, we are a Lightning and Bitcoin development company. And we also have created a, yeah, uh, Bitcoin uh, payment gateway that, yeah, we are deploying into yeah, local businesses in El Salvador to help them, you know, to accept uh, Bitcoin payments. So basically, we, with this platform, so the, the companies uh, create a, like a master account and they, they create all the different uh, uh, POS that they can use in an Android or an iOS and for every branch or every store. And then, so any customer that is getting into the store or everywhere, you know, can make a payment with 
on Bitcoin Lightning or Archivo. Oh, so and awesome. yeah, yeah, and basically we are doing that in order to support you know the the adoption because at the end we are also Bitcoiners, so and want uh, that the Bitcoin adoption you know continue. Uh, growing everywhere, so including the Salvador. That's amazing. But I'm curious what your story is. How did you get into Bitcoin? Yeah, I think that everyone has an, an, an history, even El Salvador per se, after like, a, I don't know, six months uh, after the announcement, we already have uh, uh, the whole country has an, an history. So yeah, but my history start like long time ago, I will say. So I am a a software engineer. Uh, I got a master's degree in computer science and started working as, as a software engineer. So, and basically uh, 10 years ago, yeah, obviously I was working a lot in, in development. And I remember that I started, you know, hearing about uh, Bitcoin like in 2012 or, yeah, uh, 13. And Actually, the first, the first uh, time that I, let's say, face it, uh, face face to face with Bitcoin, I will say, that was for a customer. You know, I remember that that was in London. Yeah, a customer that wanted uh, to us to build something, uh, a kind of website to sell a peer to peer Bitcoin. So when I got that requirement and that was in 2013, yeah, so I realized that a lot of persons were very interested. So obviously we submit a proposal, a quotation to do that side, but at the end the project wasn't like, uh, you know, assigned to us while we were pitching on that project. So I realized a lot of things, but it was until, you know, like four years ago, that I, yeah, in my company, we host uh, a Bitcoin uh, event. So that was around uh, Bitcoin blockchain. And yeah, and I remember that I was able yeah, to get, you know, some SAT. And at that point, that was in 2017. And I remember that the Bitcoin was around 9,000, something like that. And this is how, you know, um, I started from that time to be a hodler and looking into how the Bitcoin price was doing all that time. So, yeah. And, you know, as a developer, as a software engineer, you used to face, and mainly because I'm work, I have been working a lot in, in like fintech, API uh, development, uh, open, open banking. This kind of development, obviously, yeah, Bitcoin is around that. And yeah, so that's my story. And and now, you know, I have been since the announcement was made in El Salvador uh, with some uh, friends here, uh, local friends. We start doing some Twitter spaces to talk about Bitcoin, uh, teach the people about a Bitcoin wallet, Lightning wallet, and making some uh, sats giveaways. So we have been active, you know, trying to always support the community, you know, uh, yeah, from a community perspective, not only, you know, from a business perspective perspective that's amazing and that's really really cool how has it been like in el salvador since el salvador 
accepted Bitcoin as legal tender. What was it like for the citizens of El Salvador to start buying items in Bitcoin? Do you mind if you could share the experience there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think, yeah, we are, you know, in that adoption uh, curve, in that adoption journey. Obviously, there is a new uh, monetary system. So, and yeah, as I mentioned earlier, so we have our own history. So, uh, in El Salvador, so I think that now a lot of people knows about Bitcoin, and it was quite uh, fast. But now we have more people that have Bitcoin uh, wallet than people that that have a bank account. So here in, in, in El Salvador, only the, yeah, let, let's say this uh, 70% of the people doesn't have a bank account. And now, obviously, more than that people has a, a Bitcoin a wallet. So, uh, and mainly the government wallet, which is the Chivo wallet, that it is actually Lightning and and Bitcoin wallet, yeah, also has US dollar, a uh, US dollar account. So, and you know, in order to have or to get more uh, or to onboard more customer on the government uh, wallet, so the government was giving a bonus, you know, when you sign up. So every Salvadorian, Salvadorian that, that sign up on, on the uh, Chivo wallet, was getting that bonus and yeah the, the people was excited you know like to uh, sign up and get that bonus and then spend that bonus on some merchant that uh, were that are accepting you know there are not uh, too much i mean uh, merchant but but you can find it uh, everywhere and something very interesting is that since now we have Bitcoin as, as legal tender, so that make uh, a lot of companies, you know, in the Bitcoin ecosystem coming to, to El Salvador, uh, open uh, operations, and not only operation, you know, launching some initiatives, yeah, to support the adoptions. That's why, uh, yeah, here in San Salvador, Basically, every week you can join a meetup, you know, to learn about Bitcoin or, or to to learn about uh, products around Bitcoins. And, and in addition to that, so uh, let's say the initiative that the government is doing. So we have those other initiatives, for example, uh, we have some uh, companies here. I, something that I like to mention is that you can find here in, in El Salvador, the main players in the Bitcoin ecosystem here in, in town. For example, we have here, there are companies like Strike or Office or, or Present, you know, like uh, Paxful, Bitrefill, yeah, uh, Blockstream. So yeah, even we have here, you know, now as Salvadorians, uh, uh, in that process to become Salvadorian, uh, uh, Max Kaiser and, and Stacy, you know. So all those initiatives are on board in Salvadorian uh, every day. So even th- there are some non-profit I- I- initiatives that are uh, training, uh, onboarding people in, with in-person training. Yeah, 
but as as any other you know uh, adoption curves yeah we are moving forward so obviously as bitcoiner uh we will wish uh this you know uh it should be faster but yeah it's like any other you know adoption of a new product that's incredible i love how the government is actively encouraging people to use bitcoin by giving out bonuses i think that's a really nice initiative and it's so cool to have bitcoin-based companies supporting as well um, especially Mm -hmm. with um you know in-person onboarding processes. So I'm curious about how it's like also when it comes to buying things um, using Bitcoin. So, you know, the price of Bitcoin moves up and down. What is it like when, for example, you want to go and get a cup of coffee and you mm-hmm. are paying in Bitcoin and at the point that you're buying the cup of coffee, the price of yeah. Bitcoin goes up. So how do you balance that yeah. um, in El Salvador? Yes, you know, and that is easier than what we could imagine. You know, basically uh, here in, in El Salvador, we have the US dollars as the other uh, currency. So we are a dollarized uh, country or economy. So basically, you have your, your Bitcoin wallet with, with some uh, sats. But at the end, all the the prices, if you go to, to buy a coffee or a hamburger or an ice cream or even to pay for the supermarket. So all the, the prices are in US dollar, you know, and when you are going to pay, basically, yeah, you got like the amount to pay. And then those merchants have an a POS. So basically a POS, a Bitcoin POS where, okay, you will pay like $80. Okay, so they type $80 and generate a QR code and, and you take your Bitcoin wallet and you pay that amount of dollar in Bitcoin and then the merchant got those Bitcoin. And once you make that payment, it will depend of the merchant, you know, if the price go up or go down. But this is something that the merchant yeah, usually address. So, and the merchant are addressing this in different uh, ways. So, for example, for example, if they are using the Chivo POS, the Chivo POS has an option that any incoming payment in Bitcoin can be uh, automatically converted, you know, into US dollar, which is an stable coin, you know. So basically, if you get paid twenty dollars, that kind of POS has, uh, yeah, that feature that automatically convert that Bitcoin payment into US dollar, which is an unstable, you know, coin. And then you can, from that wallet, by at the end of the day or any time, for example, in Chivo, you can send it to your bank account. And, and it will take like two minutes to, I don't know, five to 10 minutes to see that payment in your bank account. So this is something very good. The tool that is providing the government as part of having Bitcoin as legal tender. But there are, in addition, you know, to the government, a POS, there are different companies, <laughs> you know, like us. You know, we have the, our own Bitcoin payment gateway and others like even uh, OpenNode uh, are here and IVEX and there are uh, Ditopay, like three to four 
uh, in addition to the government. So the the deals, or let's say the agreement with the merchant is that the Bitcoin payment uh, gateways, they are assuming the like the risk of if the Bitcoin goes down and goes up. So basically, this is how, uh, as part of the, let's say, the agreement with the merchant, so the Bitcoin payment uh, gateways are doing that conversion in real time. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just wanted to step in and tell you a little bit about saving Bitcoin with BitNob. The minute I started using BitNob, it changed the way I invest in Bitcoin forever. With BitNob, I can create a plan and it automatically invests in Bitcoin for me using the dollar cost average strategy. That's it, nice and easy. Download BitNob, B-I-T-N-O-B, and watch your Bitcoin investments grow. So for example, if uh, a merchant get paid, get, I don't know, 20 payment, uh, Bitcoin payment, so they uh, guarantee that the payment gateways that uh, the reference price was that price when the uh, purchase was made. Oh, that's interesting. So it is the price of Bitcoin as at the time you made the payment that counts. Yeah. Got it. Yes. So, uh, yeah, which means that for now, most of the merchants are not interested on receiving Bitcoins. You, you know, they want to keep the cash flow, you know, going. And actually, they what they want within the next day, you know, having all those sales in, in US dollars. Basically, most of the merchants, yeah, are not uh, receiving uh, Bitcoin. I mean, uh, they want all the payment yeah, converted into Bitcoin. But this is changing, obviously, as part of the adoption. Now, some merchants say, okay, so I want to keep, let's say, the uh, 20% of, of the payment of uh, in Bitcoin, and then I want it in, in dollar. And basically, yeah, that is how... I think that at some point... Yeah, they probably will stick uh, uh, or will, will keep the, the Bitcoins. And mainly because, uh, and actually there are some merchants that, that are already do, doing that because um, mainly because some of their, you know, providers also accept uh, Bitcoin. So, okay, so I'm, I'm selling uh my products in Bitcoin and bank pay in Bitcoin, but yeah, I can also purchase new products in Bitcoin to my uh, providers. They can choose whether they want a certain percentage of the money that they receive through transactions to be in Bitcoin, and they could choose that another portion with it with it would be kept in U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. that's amazing. Exactly. Yes, you know. I know that as Bitcoiner, so uh, this <laughs> sounds weird, but yeah. So here we are onboarding, you know, a whole country. So people that yeah don't want to speculate uh, for now. That, mm-hmm. that is what they, they say, and they just want to keep their cash flow uh, uh, going. You know, absolutely. Are there people in El Salvador who aren't warm to Bitcoin, like? Are there a lot of Bitcoin skeptics in El Salvador as well? Yeah. Uh, initially, I will say more than, than the expected. So here, 
uh, we can say that so the adoption is 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 moving forward. So we we will wish faster, but but is is a bit uh, regular or sometimes we can say slow. But that is because there are some uh, I will say some blockers, you know, and one of that was uh, those accepted uh, people, and mainly because the yeah, the topics was quite uh, politicized, you know? So basically a lot of people, uh, not, I mean, a group of people will start doing a lot of noise that Bitcoin is not good, that this won't bring a benefit uh, and opposite to that. And yeah, there, there were a lot of noise around that and because the, the, the politicization of the topic. And, and in addition to that, I will say that obviously we are onboarding a whole country. So, and, and for now, the education is not enough since the audience is a lot of people. So we need a real change management program, communication plans and resources. So, and this kind of, the lack of this kind of, or at that, yeah, resources at that level, yeah, is is another, you know, kind of blocker on the adoption. Oh, I see. So although Bitcoin is legal tender in El Salvador, um, there is still a lot of work that needs to be done in spreading the news and why Bitcoin is a really good mean, means of one exchange and mm-hmm. source, store of value. So mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, I mean, adopt. you're trying to adopt or rather you're trying to onboard a whole country. And of course that's not easy. Those are like millions of people to reach mm-hmm. out to. So mm-hmm. definitely, but I feel um, that if you give it a couple of years, maybe it will get mm-hmm. to a point where more people will start to understand because what makes you know El Salvador very fascinating, especially to me is that because Bitcoin is now incorporated in everybody's daily life it gives more people an opportunity to experience the practicality of bitcoin yeah exactly and that is what i mentioned that yeah the adoption is happening and and yeah we are excited about that and not and not only because the government and but also you know because all those uh, companies that are supporting the adoption the main players you know on the bitcoin ecosystem that are now here in el salvador training people face to face for example i like the initiative some initiative uh, actually i like all the initiative about for example uh the stripe uh, uh, strike wallet so they are affiliating uh merchants they are uh promoting those merchants and that where you can pay with with Bitcoin uh, through Stripe and uh, offering discounts, you know, promotion for those uh, customers who pay with 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 Stripe uh, and and so on. So I mean, all these initiatives are, are are helping, you know. And we have some uh, in-person training uh, centers. I know that, for example, uh, Paxful and other companies are open, you know, are opening uh, physical places. Or, or also there is another initiative, my first Bitcoin, 
uh, that is also, you know, training people face to face, you know. And so, yeah, I wanted to, to mention that, you know, like uh, in addition to the, or maybe it's not only the government, you know, effort, it's also the community, you know, these uh, companies that are uh, supporting the adoption is something that we are doing together, you know. Yeah, and that's really cool. Yes, and and that is translated, you know, into that you have person from different uh, ages, you know, that are being onboarded, you know, to install a Bitcoin online wallet, get registered, receive some sats, make some payment. Yeah, all those initiatives. So are yeah moving forward some kpis you know like like more people onboarded uh more merchant receiving payment and more transaction uh, per day so yeah that is what uh, i mentioned that you can see that uh, you know in in real life so how a woman 50 60 uh, years old are being onboarded you know or using or paying with the uh, the supermarket with the Bitcoin wallet. So I mean, anytime I think of El Salvador, I'm like, when will it be our turn? You know, when when will um my country also accept a Bitcoin <laughs> as legal tender? <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm curious about in your experience, um, if mm-hmm. you were to compare how El Salvador was before this whole um, Bitcoin adoption and um, Bitcoin being legal tender with how it is now that Bitcoin is now legal tender. What what has the impact been like, you know, both in the aspect mm. of the economy and um, the way people mm. live and the way businesses are run? Like if you were to compare it between how it how El Salvador was without Bitcoin as legal tender and how it is now, what differences um, have you observed? Yeah, I think that this is a very interesting, uh, you know, question and probably uh, Bitcoiner uh, economists <laughs> yeah, will have a more ample uh, like answer, but I, I can talk to you from a practical po- point of view about what um, I'm seeing. Basically, Bitcoin obviously is about uh, technology and financial uh, inclusion. So, for example, we are as a tech company. I am notice- noticing now that this is one of the aspects, for example, that now uh, El Salvador is is looking like a country that has, you know, some uh, high-tech initiative, uh, high-tech ecosystem. And this is very good for, for us, you know, that, okay, so this company is from El Salvador, so in, in El Salvador, they are doing uh, technology around uh, Bitcoin, around uh, blockchain and and so on. I think that uh, this is something uh, positive, you know, for the uh, technology ecosystem. In addition to that, uh, for example, there are the tourists uh, around Bitcoin is, is, is growing. So now, yeah, a lot of uh, people, yeah, coming uh to see the experience coming to to uh, incorporate uh companies and obviously uh 
they start with a country manager, but but then they start, you know, with the whole team operation and um, developers and that kind and uh, yeah of uh, position and that is uh, yeah generating uh, job opportunities and will keep generating job opportunities and also yeah around those people are people that are investing you know in business like uh, real estate or, or a hotel a restaurant yeah for sure it, it is reactivating the the economy and in addition all those movement is increasing their sales and then we will have for example bitcoin bonds and we will have the the bitcoin city so some uh, macro project in, in macro so that for sure is or are impacting the, the economy that's incredible so as more bitcoin based companies come up more jobs will be created, more people will participate in that way as well, encouraging more employment. And also with the major projects, like you said, the Bitcoin city, it's just going to be a major boom. I mean, the way I see it from my perspective, Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so exciting to always hear about what's happening in El Salvador. Yeah, and something that I'm seeing is here is we are creating, uh, or let's say that an, an ecosystem of product around Bitcoin are being developed here and are being tested, like wallets, like uh, e-commerce in, in Bitcoin, like Bitcoin payment gateways. Most of that are Salvadorian companies, you know, that are building, testing, and yeah, creating uh, products. Probably we, we will have very good companies, you know, around Bitcoin, because here we have a whole country to test, to validate the, the products, the market fit, and, and so on. Yeah, and that is so exciting. I can't wait to see what comes up in the next couple of years. Yeah, actually, I will say the next couple of months, you know, because uh, from my perspective, I think uh, actually once the Bitcoin has legal turn there and I start doing, uh, I start seeing, you know, how the people was adopting and how I say, okay, so Bitcoin will be mainstream, you know, uh, like in one year and a half. I think that in one year, Bitcoin will be quite uh, used across all the country. So, yeah, I don't think that we need to wait too too long. But for sure, in two years, I think that it will be uh, it will be a hyper Bitcoinization here in, in, in El Salvador. Wow, that is but, awesome. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think uh, yeah we, we have to wait like two years. In one year, I think. Because basically now you can go to, to any city, any small town, and you will find a place where you can pay with Bitcoin. And this is growing, you know? And not, uh, yeah, and not only because the government, it's only because those other private or community initiatives. Yeah, and that's really incredible. I mean, I'm excited. I love what El Salvador is doing. And it's really cool to see a lot of people going on, coming on board, especially um, those who are building communities and using communities as a way of driving adoption. And um, love what you're doing as well, because I I heard from Lucas, actually, that you're very active on Twitter spaces Mm -hmm. and, you know, educating people and 
um, about Bitcoin and breaking all the concepts down so it'll be easy for people to understand. And it's just really exciting to see all this work that's being put into Bitcoin yeah. production. Yeah, actually, with Lucas and, and, and other plebs, so we've, we found that initiative named uh, 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 Bitcoin Global Fest, you know, and this, this is now uh, a community that has like 35 podcasts uh, and we are celebrating adoption or knowing about the, how Bitcoin is doing in, in every country in the world so and we started that that initiative or that project the the bitcoin day and the bitcoin day was uh september 7 when the 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 bitcoin started uh, as legal tender i think that somehow you know that is because what is was happening here in El Salvador. So we start that initiative with a nonstop, a 24 hours nonstop Twitter space. And few of the organizers are Salvadorian. So I'm glad to be part of that and see other friends from here in El Salvador also yeah, supporting those global initiative too. Awesome. That is really amazing. So thank you so much for your time and thank you for sharing how it's like in El Salvador. And I'm so excited to hear about all the things that are happening there. Like you said, I'm, I'm actually going to look really be following El Salvador closely this year, um, since you're extremely mm-hmm. confident that a lot of huge things will be happening this year. So, I mean, it's really Mm -hmm. great. And I feel like El Salvador is going to be the model for a lot of countries that Mm -hmm. are thinking or they're contemplating of um, adopting Bitcoin as legal tender. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that here in El Salvador, there are some, uh, you know, needs that are, or user requirements that are being generated, you know. And the dev team or, or let's say the, the companies are attending or addressing those needs. And that is a knowledge that the whole uh, Bitcoin community is, is, is getting, you know, because, for example, only the, the government wallet has, I don't know, like 4 million of users. And most of the users have uh, made some transactions. So, yeah, obviously the just the fact to scale, you know, to make that this platform work for every single user, yeah, that is a challenge, you know, and, and those things are addressing and learning every day, you know, addressing those challenges. Yes, amazing. And we're going to continue growing with El Salvador. So thank you so much for your time, Darwin. Thank you for being on the podcast. No, thank you for, for, for having me. What an amazing episode. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Subscribe to know when next we release a new episode. Drop a review. Let us know your thoughts about the podcast. Follow Bitnob on Twitter at Bitnob underscore official. That's at B-I-T-N-O-B underscore O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. See you in the next episode. <laughs>